Good afternoon, Mr. Myers. It's a chilly day, Jason. Thank you. Um, delighted to be here again. Um, and I thought you mentioned we're going to talk about... Uh, we're going to talk about the power of social media, how to use it well, how to learn from those that are doing it well, learn from those who are not doing it well. Because as a creative, as a musician, you are always looking to engage with an audience. And I think more so now than ever before. And yes, we're not going to... Uh, drag up the, the dreaded P word uh, or the dreaded C word but the reality is that um, you know you're not you're not spending the, the time that you did in front of an audience if anything you're doing it from behind your screen so it's it's taking taking that that understanding and using that time of which we all seem to have an inordinate amount of um, through everything so use the time well to to foster and grow an audience across your social media platforms and you've got a a couple of examples that you're going to share uh, today around who's doing it well uh, internationally, who's doing it well locally, and really for you to deep dive into those environments where the, the topic is not necessarily something that you favor, but there is there are techniques, there are uh, ways in which these guys are winning followers and winning engagement. Uh, based on their approach, their authenticity, um, and their consistency. You know, um, I remember when the world-famous DJ Tom Novi, who DJed for oh, well over 16 years at one of the top Ibiza clubs um, on the island every summer, and has had a tremendous amount of hits, did a masterclass for music exchange, he said, it's all about authenticity. It's not the amount of followers that you have. It's not about the like, because the like is that vanity metric. Mm retweet and talk about stuff and engage with stuff that you're in, you're in, enjoying yeah. and in Cape Town there's a wonderful artist called Chad Simon C H A D Simon S A I M A N have a look at his twitter account yeah, now he's not a billboard charting number 1 hit artist but he's working and doing everything 100% correctly. He's got pinned tweets because he DJs at a local radio station. Mm. He's a fanatical Tottenham Hotspurs supporter mm. and a, a football fan. And in fact, he played football. He shares football-related stories. I'm, I'm also a Tottenham Hotspurs supporter, and I find good articles on The Guardian, and I will tag him in that tweet. Mm. He will retweet it and say, thank you, this is a really interesting article. Mm. I mean, and I make, think yeah, you I think that's what you need to do. Well, I, I think I mean you, you you make a couple of points, but you know we've kind of touched on authenticity being being important and also presenting yourself as as who you are and not necessarily you know um, hiding behind a persona. Um, what people are looking for is real engagement, and I think certainly in the last eighteen months, the opportunity to do that, and we've seen it with Music Exchange, where historically people who were too busy in the world, getting on with stuff because the world is running, you know, at 150%, um, the opportunity for you to, to grow and engage with, with, with your audience now because, you know, things are a little different. Um, that's a massive opportunity that where we've seen great success, where, you know, we wouldn't get to the likes of half of the keynote speakers that we would have regardless of our relationships. But because of what has happened, they were available. They were available to us. We then took that and we made sure look that it at, was put out there. Look, look at the likes of um, Charles Goldstock and mm. Arthur Goldstock, his twin brother, who spoke at Music Exchange. Yeah. Once the information was out and the interview was out, 
Arthur immediately retweeted mm. to his constituency. Mm. Gentlemen, I have just done this. You might like to listen to it. Here mm. is the link. Here is the hashtag. Here is the hashtag Mix20, etc. Mm. And, and the reason I, I wanted to talk specifically about Twitter there is... For those of you who live in the Southern Hemisphere, there's a rugby team that's currently in South Africa at the moment, the British and Irish Lions. They come once every 12 years. They also go to New Zealand and they also go to um, Australia. And they've just played the first test last Saturday and they've got the next test this coming Saturday. And there's a wonderful Twitter spat that's going on between the two coaches and the two sides and everything else. Go and have a look for yourself at the Springboks, at British and Irish Lions official. There is an inordinate amount of money behind the mm. Twitter team and it's photographs. A it's a machine. Mm. But take some of those learnings that they are putting mm. out and apply it to your own reality. I just looked at the Springboks now. There were wonderful stats this morning about the World Rugby Player of the Year mm. with a picture up. So do that great, about your own content, about your own reality. Mm. I've just done this song. You know, I used an SM58 mic and I used this mic to get the drums out. Mm. Tell a little bit of the story yeah. about what you're doing because then people buy into this. Mm. Yeah, and oh, do you realize I recorded this in, 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 in my bathroom because it gives that lovely resonance mm. that I need mm. in terms of the sound. Yeah. I mean, we've got a, a, a mutual friend, Steve Freedom, who we're going to talk about it in weeks ahead. He's just recorded, what did he say to you, a whole he album? He recorded an entire album on, on, an, on an iPhone 12. Literally recorded an entire album of music on a phone. So the limitations are that, you know, I mean, you make an interesting point, is that, you know, five, ten years ago, in order for you to engage with anyone, never mind professionally or otherwise, was a lot harder, whereas now, you, Martin, can have a conversation with the coach of the British and Irish Lions, British and Irish Lions, um, because they are in a common space. Um, and if your content or your ask is engaging enough, then you you will typically get a response. And if it's res respectful, you get a response. So, you know, the, the the point around being able to create content that you think people are going to engage with, don't create content for content's sake. Create when you've got something to say, then say it. If you if you don't, then rather say nothing. And it's the same with across social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You, you know, if you've got nothing constructive to add to, to, to the to the debate, then rather just be a fly on the wall, see what people are doing, learn from their mistakes, see what they're doing wrong reputationally, and apply it to your own reality. Even if you're an artist starting out and you've only got twelve followers, I mean, I launched a. a a YouTube channel um, a year ago um, and it's taken me a year to get to 71 followers um, and I need a thousand for it to be anything of, of, of consequence but it's a five-year game for me I've got I'm posting every week I'm doing every Friday up goes a post and I haven't missed a week in pretty much 52 weeks because even that little 71 uh, or that group of 71 people um, I respect that, and I take and I take the the time to to do right by this commitment that I made to when I established the channel. So you you do have to, in the same way that you take your music seriously, you have to take the way that you're going to communicate that message about the music you make seriously too. It was the same thing that we touched on last weekend, or rather last week, where we spoke around, you know, you spend a certain amount of time and money creating a record. Once you've created it, there's this weird aversion to spending money or time 
promoting it. And that's really where, from a social perspective, being on a social platform costs you nothing other than time and 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 in creating great content. But some some artists don't want to go on there. I'd like to know what key the artist wrote the song in, or where the hook came from. I, I remember we chatted about it a couple of weeks ago. There's the three P's. There's private, public, and personal. Mm. Decide what you're going to lay out mm. and how you're going to lay it out, because people, if they are fans of you, are curious. Mm. Um, we've seen wonderful books mm. that we've shared on, on, on Twitter to say, I've read this, do go out and get it. Yeah, um, I mean, I've made a career out of telling people's stories, and those people do other things. I write about it, I profile them, I, I build this, I, I amplify this personality of somebody who is a rugby player or uh, you know, a, winemaker. a winemaker or a musician because the music is one component. The story, the personality and the people doing it well like Chad, um, they're giving you the music, they're giving you the journey and they're giving you real authentic content so immediately your affinity and your relationship with them goes through the roof because now it's not just about the beats it's about I can relate to Chad on some level because he struggled with this or he was doing this you feel a oh, little bit oh, hang on. he's closer. a Tottenham Hotspur supporter mm. I like mm. uh, I'm also a Tottenham Hotspur you know what I've got a signed shirt let me send it to Chad yeah. and tell him look what I've got yeah, exactly. then Chad might go back and say but guys I went to the stadium look at my pictures for that throwback Thursday or something, because the, the point I, I, I brings me to, we, we have a mutual friend, both of us, in, in a poet, Sipokazi Jonas, and she did extraordinary work last year. She had one specific hashtag with the work that she would do, was doing, we are dying here. Mm. That hashtag got picked up. It ended up being written up in Time Out magazine in New York mm. by the chief theatre critic. Mm. Because he picked up on it, Sipokazi then engaged with him, sent him a private link to watch the work. Mm. So there's a connection in this virtual space, lots but also being respectful mm. to that lots mm. of opportunity. Thank you very much, Ad Adam, for the write-up. Thank you very much for the support. Mm. And I think that's what we also tend to forget. It's mm. a two-way street. But I think the you know if if you have to sum it up, it's a case of you know there there is a there is a level of commitment that you need to make to to every aspect of your career <clears throat> and your social profile, whether you are willing to deep dive about who you are personally or if you just want to focus on the craft of making music, do that, but do it consistently, do it with authenticity, and speak when you have something to say. But to your point, the engagement opportunity, not only for your fans, but for you to reciprocate and be part of that conversation. And yes, a bit like getting up on stage. You know, the majority of, 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 of some of the biggest performers in the world still suffer stage fright. It's not their happy space, but speak to them after a gig and they are buzzing in the same way that if you happen to be Chad Simon and you may have, you know, tens of thousands of followers, which he does have. Um, there's still an opportunity where somebody will engage with him that goes, hey Chad, um, I'm opening up a, a new stage, don't you want to come and open for us? Or come you and know, have a look, or come, come and, and see what we're doing. And that's where you kind of very, again, subtly can, can promote your wares and talk about your music to elicit some level of curiosity, because that's what 
the profiles that I write um, do. It's a case of I read something about a particular artist or creative or winemaker or whatever it may be, and I may not know anything about them. And even to your point around Tottenham Hotspurs, even if I'm not a Tottenham Hotspurs fan, if what you have to say is interesting, edifying, entertaining, and in some cases even humorous, that's great content. And great content will always be read. Absolutely. I think that's a lovely point to end off this week's discussion that you may ask when you started listening while we were talking about Twitter. Twitter has become so important because of the former president of the United States, particularly American citizens. Mm love Twitter to engage. It's quick. Um, it's very quick to get a reply, to get a like, and to see what people are doing. It's almost the real-time news. Mm -hmm. and but, but, but as we, as you cite with the, with the, uh, with the ex-American president, is approach it with caution absolutely. and respect, because if you use it as a battering ram, you will be flamed and cancelled. Simple as that. So understand the power of what your words can do, not only to the people reading it, but your own reputation. As someone said to me, and I've always tried to apply it, the internet never forgets. Have a lovely week. Thank you very much for listening. Ciao. Cheers. Cheers.